Today's episode is brought to you by the Shepherd's Crook Intensive. I want you to sign up for the Shepherd's Crook Intensive. Ten men in May are going to come together at Current River, Missouri to talk about who is a pastor and what does a pastor do. This trip will include two float trips down the river. It will include food and lodging, and the cost is only $175. This is a unique experience. It's not a conference. It is an intensive, and it will be intense. It will live up to its name. But I would love for you to come check out the shepherdscrook.co backslash intensive, and you can read about it and register today. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Here we are with another bonus episode of the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. I really do appreciate you continuing to come back and continuing to listen. Many of you have jumped online and left a review and rating on iTunes. I so appreciate it. If you've not done that yet, I want to encourage you to please do that. It helps get word, get the word out and spread the podcast and let it grow. And that's what I want to happen. I want more and more people to be helped, more and more pastors to be encouraged and challenged and uh, just want to help them to remember Jesus. And so please keep sharing this. And, and I just, I'm thankful. I come with a heavy heart today. I'm going to be talking a little bit about the problems within the Southern Baptist Convention of which I am a part. And I just want to pray and ask for the leading of the Holy Spirit because I'm going to need it as I address some of the real concerns or the real issues that have led to the uh, the Houston Chronicle article and everything that's been going on with just sexual abuse and the sexual abuse of women and children. So let me pray and ask for God's help, and I'm just going to trust that He will give it. Holy Spirit, guide my words and help me to be as accurate as possible in communicating what I think are some real problems within the Southern Baptist Convention. And I trust, Holy Spirit, that you're going to help. And it's in Christ's name that I pray. Amen. Okay, as most all of you know, whether you're in the Southern Baptist Convention or not, recently the Houston Chronicle published an article and it revealed just horrific sexual abuse within the Southern Baptist Convention. It was a sad, sad day. And since that publication... There have been, I mean, there's been appropriate outrage. People have been furious and upset, rightly so. And there has been responses, blog posts. I have written a blog post. There's been articles that have come out and different SBC entities that have been uh, trying to get reports out and uh, commission teams and experts and you name it that have actually been going on since last year. Uh, J.D. Greer came out really strong about commendations on what the SBC can do with churches that have failed to report abuse and all these things are going on. And I, uh, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to think about. It's horrific, actually. I, I have a wife, Jordan, and two boys, and the thought that they would be mistreated or abused in the context of a, of a local church is enraging to me. And I, I, uh, it's just, it's, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're a dad or if you're, or if you even are a male who has experienced abuse in a church, it's just, it's horrific. But I have been really disturbed by the responses that I've read and the lack of what I think is common sense and biblical clarity that has come from just so many of these responses. We've missed the big picture here. There are some root issues that have led us down this road 
to being a church where all these sorts of things can happen or being a denomination of churches where all these sorts of things can happen. And I see three big problems that are the root problems of all these root sexual sins that have been happening in these churches and the abuse that's been happening. Three big problems, root problems, that have led to all these fruit problems. Now, the first is the rejection of biblical authority. And the second is a unbiblical ecclesiology. And the third is sloppy complementarianism or embarrassed complementarianism or toxic egalitarianism, whatever you want to call it. So the first, rejection of biblical authority. I've been in so many churches and seen so many churches and heard of so many Southern Baptist churches that have, I mean, the modus operandi is that the bylaws are the authority. It's not the Bible. It's the bylaws. This is how we do things. And amongst churches that hold to the Baptist faith and message, which believes in the authority of the word and the sufficiency of scripture, which has statements of that in its in the SBC 2000, or in the uh, Baptist faith and message 2000, we have churches that actually hold to their bylaws as a greater authority than the word. And one of the reasons I know that is because of the second main problem within the SBC, which is an unbiblical ecclesiology. It's a, it's a major, major problem. We see this all over the country. We have unqualified leaders in local churches, and if you have a bad ecclesiology, eventually you're going to have bad consequences. What's happened in so many of our churches, instead of having 1 Timothy 3 and Titus chapter 1 qualified men leading, we have had one pastor, figurehead deacons, and every member and elder model, which never leads to the protection of the sheep. It leads to the sheep being vulnerable and exposed. Whenever you don't have strong, qualified male elders within a local church, qualified male elders, the sheep are not protected. The real issues will not be addressed. And this leads to the third problem. Where are all the men? A common denominator in all these churches and all these abusers is that they were not godly men. They should not have been in authority. They simply shouldn't have been, and somehow or another they rose in the ranks of those local churches and got more and more leadership responsibilities, and they were not qualified men. You know, it would have been a better situation if the Houston Chronicle, this would be better, and I, I, moan the fa- I, I, I bemoan the fact that this isn't the case. It would have been far better if the article came out that there were a 700 accounts of assault and battery in Southern Baptist churches by men who were protecting women and children. That would have been far better than it coming out that men had advocated the responsibility of defending women and children. The, the question that's not being addressed is where are all the men in these churches? The answers that I've heard from Russell Moore in one occasion is, well, we just need, this is why we need more women in leadership. And to be fair, he was primarily talking about helping men understand what was going on in the local church and all of the stuff that's happening to women and children. But the answer is not more women in leadership. The answer is qualified men in leadership who will lay their lives down for the protection of women and children. We need men who, my goodness, again, it would be better if we had these men, qualified men, who have been getting arrested because they've clenched their fist and, and ran it to the jaw of men who have abused women and children in their churches. There's nothing that we can do that will foolproof churches from experiencing this kind of abuse. But we can stand on biblical authority and therefore have a biblical ecclesiology, and then we can stop being embarrassed about our complementarian theology and have men in the local church who will step up and defend the women and children. And I just don't understand why these things aren't being talked about. Being embarrassed about our complementarian theology, which is common in the SBC world right now, 
it leads to a form of toxic egalitarianism, to be honest, and it produces the kind of men who have no idea what it means to protect women and children. They're not told that that's their responsibility. But the men in our churches need to be told, by the grace of God, be like 1 Timothy 3 men, be like Titus chapter 1 men, be like 1 Peter chapter 5 men, and shepherd the flock of God among you. Protect, serve, lay your lives down for the families of our churches. The answer is calling men to be biblical men. The answer is calling our churches to believe the Bible and get a biblical plurality of elders, for goodness sake. Throw away bad ecclesiology. And I just hear the arguments now from local churches. But our bylaws say, but our bylaws say, who cares what your bylaws say? Burn your bylaws. What's the Bible have to say? But this is all controversial. I I realize that. But that's what needs to happen. Male sexual predators have one thing in common, as stated before. They're not godly men. The solution, the real solution to their sin and failures is not found in blaming, well, this is what patriarchy gets you. No, this is what bad patriarchy gets you. It's not found in asking women to step up and lay their lives down for the churches and protect the church. It's called by calling out men to be godly, humble men. I'm not talking about power-hungry, alpha kind of men, but better alpha men who are getting in trouble for, you know, like I said, assault and battery against the bad men than the feminized kind of men who will sit back and just watch abuse happen or not report abuse when it does happen. So if SBC churches will believe the Bible, get a biblical ecclesiology, call men to be real men, I think, by the grace of God, we can correct course. I hope so. Anyways. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.